We saw Geostorm. We saw only the Brave. We talked Jigsaw. Thank you for your service. And Black Panther. Ed Sheeran also broke his arms, but don't worry. We'll still love you if your hands can't play the strings the same way. It's the Pool Boy Podcast. We're all very different people. We're not what to see. No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. News with new. Cool. Kind of a fun week this week, actually. Kind of goofy really? news, yeah. Nothing Good. super significant. Like, well, I mean, fun. We got to start off with more Harvey Weinstein <laughs> yes, allegations. <laughs> no, no, but that's old news. It's that's been... last week's. It's just residual. All right. <laughs> Moving on. First one. Let's start off with a little love story. I'm pumped. Celebrating five years this past Thursday. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Wow. Right? That's that's my ace in the hole right now. Well, <laughs> falling all these things hit the ground. We got them. We got Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. And outside of that... I don't know. And you know what's such a bummer? I'm not even very confident in either of them. Like, and I, the only reason what? I'm not, I know. Is it, so is it a five years marriage? Five years five marriage. Years? Good for them. Not together. Hey, married. Good for them. But don't, don't you always feel like, I feel like I always hear stuff, you know, from my sources, from my people <laughs> around town, that JT's just playing her like a fiddle. Don't you, don't your people tell you that? They my, tell me. My little birds, if <laughs> yeah. you will. Uh, no, I mean, there's been rumors forever that, right? that he's having affairs. I mean, he's JT. Are you citing actual rumors? Or are you just saying like, in you think this? No, like that's, those are actually Just looking rumors. at the two of them, you're like, well, mm-hmm. it's JT. He's got to be. No, those like, are actually rumors because i think they broke him a couple times because in my mind i don't think he's out of her league she's unbelievable yeah but he he's jt he's jt he's he just one. does it all so well <laughs> everything he sings he dances terrific golfer he's what we call He'd be the greatest late night host ever too we, we call him a triple threat and yeah. i and i and i hate i never bust this out but i'm gonna give jessica beal and justin timberlake a kudos kudos <laughs> you too keep fighting happy anniversary i love that that's good news do they have kids seven <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, don't think, I think they do because they, they I think they got fun. They got a son, and it's a goofy name. It's one of those where it's like a Dakota or something weird. Okay, where it's like <laughs> okay, it's like a Derek. <laughs> it's, it's a boy though. I, I'm, I think so. <laughs> okay, good. Well, God bless you, <laughs> young child. <laughs> okay, uh, Doctor Phil this past week hit a guy with his car. No, ran a stop sign. Kind of, you know, California stopped his way through a crosswalk. Knocked the dude off his bike. So it was his fault? Yeah, totally his fault. The guy Damn. is planning on suing. Yeah, uh, he tweeted he's meeting with his lawyer on Monday. You would always... today or tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. You was always such like just bullshit. This is the way that the, the world works. Is He's probably going to sue Dr. Phil for like $20 million. Yeah, that's, it's, and there's going to be some relative, bullshit yeah. settlement. But if it wasn't Dr. Phil, it would be for like... You know the medical bills, but yeah. the, the richer someone is, the more they like have to pay. Which like it makes sense, you know, from the justice purpose. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that guy who got hit, like, it's more of a bummer to get in a, a car crash at, or to roll a stop sign as Doctor Phil than as us. What right? a lucky son of a bitch! A lot worse, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I feel like yes and no though. Do you think it's just not worth the hassle to try to track me down for all the money I have, which isn't yeah, a lot? Yeah, or again, we don't have much money, you know? Yeah, yeah that, no, like, that's my big with note. With Phil, you're like, yeah, I know he's saying, got it. At a certain point, can't like you go to court and there's like damages, so over time I got to pay that? Yeah, 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 there is. But with, with Dr. Phil, I think the first number, it starts out for real. I don't, you shoot, shoot an arrow, wherever yeah. it lands, that's your start. No, game. no, this is settling out of court, yeah. and it's going to be it's gonna be high. It's going to be so. nice. Dr. Phil, by the way, quietly like 6'6". He's huge. Dude, he played uh, linebacker at... Uh, Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. Stu- but he was terrible. Side note on that, that Tulsa team had the most lopsided loss in the history of college football. Yeah, and he was they, bad. Like, but... They lost to a Houston team that scored like 110. Big okay. dude, though. Big doc. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was all the offense's fault. Yeah. Not the linebacker's <laughs> fault. 
<laughs> Still had the mustache. Okay. Uh, Justin Bieber uh, just got tatted up out of his freaking face I this saw week. This. You didn't see that? So More it's tats? Been, it's like, been the sleeves. And then he had the goofy kind of fucking whatever, like the little rainbow yeah. uh, mm-hmm. tattoo. And since he's like taken the four pre-existing tattoos he had on his stomach, put them all together, tattoo artist Bang Bang. Yeah. And now it's just Wait, this insane. The artist's name is Bang Bang. Pretty sure, yeah. Sick. Which, by the uh, way, so this is something I'm gonna kind of lean tight. on, uh, lean on you guys for. Because Here's the photo, by the way. I, I'm not nearly as big of a uh, a tattoo hound I as lo- you guys are. I, I love yeah. tats. As you guys stand now, you're still planning on tatting up a little bit, right? Well, not yeah. this. So it's funny you mentioned this. I'm gonna get a sleeve. I I've never been a huge fan of Justin Bieber's tattoos specifically because the I think the eye on the in, in the crease of the elbow is just mm-hmm. that would just make me cringe all day long having mm-hmm. that thing. So I, I don't like that. But uh, I think he did. He went a little far. Was it with the chest? He went a little far. That's that's way too much. It's 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 majority colored in, which is kind of crazy. And then you have a, a swooping eagle across his midsection, the, which is a lot. It, that's prison tats. It's a lot. Those are yeah. Those are are very. He, I think he was going for Beckham. He you know looks what I mean? like he's in the Yakuza. Where it's all kind of it's different kind of pictures within one fading, big it's like deal. A collage, yeah. yeah, but it ended up. Like, he's got a lot of tats now. Like, that is a serious... Those are prison tats, you're right. Those are prison tats. I would love... It's like KD's stomach. I would love to see the numbers. Who has, on average, more tattoos, pop stars or NBA players? It's got to be NBA guys. They're covered. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. Like, like, Miley Cyrus is... Yeah, she's covered, covered with tattoos. tattoos. And pop stars, they, they tend to do like the, the random thing where like they'll get yeah. just a series of random ones. It's So he, it looks dumb along the way, but then once you finish... He has jumped the shark though because, you know... This was much. This was a little much. Well, well he has all those like famous at, like Calvin Klein advertisements and stuff. Yeah. The, the whole point is that you're showing some skin. He's not really showing his skin. He's just showing this like mural of... Yeah. So here's my question. Is Pro or con? Yeah, there's a couple gargoyles, uh, it appears. But Tight. Great nipple incorporation. You yeah, see all, that? All you can see is the nipple. <laughs> all you can see is the nipple. Here's my question, though. Is it a pro or con, good or bad for his look, that can you even see his abs now, even if he, if he has them or he doesn't? Is it going to give him a little breathing room? You, don't, you can kind of lay off your core, Justin. We I, can't see. or Listen, he's a core dog. We all know exactly. that. Exactly. He's a hound. <laughs> he, he has As of 2015. Ab- yeah. He maybe. has the ab roller. He wakes up. He has he the wheel, yeah. 200 toe touches. Every day. And 400 bicycle kicks. Every morning. Every morning. And he's yeah. got the fun space bits where I, he hangles from the wall. I think it's such a habit for him that the abs weren't going to go anywhere. Yeah. But now... You can't even see him. You're not. You're not gonna see so him. So as you said that, I, I looked at one more time. I'm having trouble finding his belly button. Where's his belly button? He's got like an Audi. It looks like. Is it part of the He's tattoo? He's got that little tweener. I think yeah. it's. I think it's like part of the tattoo. I think it's like part of the. Just kind of a botched job from the doctor cutting the umbilical cord. It's yeah. just kind of a. Have you ever seen? Um, Do over. Freaking. Uh, Jesse from Full House. Uh, frick, what's his name? Help me. John Stamos. John Stamos's belly button. No, is it funny? It's really funny. Is it just an Audi? It was like Some on people the, have the celebrity read mean tweets deal. Yeah. Uh, it was like that thing. Like oh, Stamos shit. has a weird belly button. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't. He pulls his shirt up. It's like, fucking yeah, you do. That's weird, bro. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, Justin, I wonder. You think this is it, or is he gonna keep going? If, is he gonna get like a I, fucking I, face tag? Dude, you get that far. All these are absolute nonsense to me. In my mind, and you guys are different on this, but in my mind, you can get them for very few reasons. You can go a date, no, but some once kind you're of famous, love one once thing. Once you're famous, every, the rule book's out the window. Uh, Matt McGinnis and his gang did a, a family tat, which I thought was cool. I love the Olympic rings. What do you? So, by the way, I pulled up the quote just about what, what this is describing because I'm like, yeah. Justin Bieber, you needed this on your body for the rest of your life. It's symbolic of gothic art and the struggle between light and dark, very the good gothic, and the evil, yin and yang. He's really into. I gothic wanted art. to make sure we had contrast in subject matter and imagery. The thing that made the most sense to me was that tattoo describing 
my spirituality. The animals he has, or uh, I have the, the spirit eagle. animals as well as angles, his guardians. I was trying to make it super meaningful and not scattered. Yeah. What about the, I mean, but it's what about scattered. it's meaningful? We covered up the, but but once you're famous, dude, the rule book's out the window. Look freaking awesome. Once you once you are normalcy is just gone. You don't need to. Once adhere you to are it. on TMZ routinely, once you can't leave your door without people taking pictures of you, fucking become a work of art, bro. Become I'm, an illustration. I'm, there's got to be a standard. I'm gonna say it. You want to participate? Look at Adam in society? These are cool. I think this is the end of Justin Bieber. You think he's fallen? I think. Right now, he's got like 100 million Instagram followers. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year, that drops to like 200,000. I think I've That's said that. That's a big drop. Okay. I've okay. said That's that exact quote on Justin Bieber, by the way. I think twice a year, every year, since he came out. As long as he brings the heat on the radio, I'm I'm, I'm going to listen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to listen. This is a fad. Him and the <laughs> internet are going away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the internet is a fad. Okay. What we got next? Uh, Ed Sheeran, Tuffy, uh, I guess flipped over his bicycle yeah, and saw this. broke both his arms. So, I don't know if so, both yeah. are actually broken, but he's got both of them in slings. The double sling Classic, is so you know, rough. A lot of porn starts this way. Well, yeah. here's the issue with the double sling, and I have a history <laughs> of had double problems. Slings, yeah. I, I never actually had the double sling because you can't, there's no point in it. The whole point of the sling is that it, it keeps your arm close to your chest like this. Uh-huh. So basically what you're really doing is a sling is... Just crossing your arms. It's you're t- just always defensive and grumpy. You're, you're, you're essentially, the perfect thing you can do is tuck your hand underneath your armpit. But you can't do that twice. Yeah. So so he's, you know what they need to get him? That, actually, the, the best thing you can get him is a straight jacket. That's probably the only thing that would work. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. <laughs> it's red was he mountain fire bi- hair. Was he mountain biking or was he just going for like a joyride? My guess, I bet he fell and went to save himself with both arms and, and clumsy old Sheeran, like he went wrist first. Look, we know, is- we know he's not an athlete. No. no. Okay. But the, you know, there's not a lot of terrain in England. Well, a lot of right? terrain. I think the whole thing is terrain. It's hard to get injured in England. No, right? Where are their hills? Where, a, where are you challenging yourself? Hey, speaking of bad tattoos, I don't know if anyone has worse tattoos than Ed Sheeran. He might have the worst tattoos. He's got like a fucking colored Tetris board up his arm. You know, his uh, his complexion's not doing well. Exactly. Don't do colored if you're He's, that pale. Yeah. And if your hair is already a, a work of art. <laughs> what else we got? Yeah, but fingers crossed for Ed. That he makes a speedy recovery. We're going to need you in Game of Thrones Season 8. Seriously. Not. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. Burn. Everyone knew you were joking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wanted to just I wanna, punch I'm, him in the face. I want to bring back Not. not. Yeah. I like Not. <laughs> not. It's a Wayne's World. Uh, Kate Middleton and Prince William expecting their third child come April Didn't 2018. they just have the other one? Prince William just pumping them out. I do not. I need to follow them more. <laughs> I, I still don't understand them. I don't. I don't really get the royal family. Still, at least I just. Which, I'd have problems if I was in England with with them being so. They, <laughs> they seem, love them. They, they seem lovely. <laughs> they seem lovely, but. So the, it's always so interesting to me, like because you immediately think, all right, so they had their first kid, which was a boy. Yeah, who's mm-hmm. just adorable. Who was just adorable, George? Yeah, George. Hit a Georgie boy. No, Georgie. Hit a Georgie. It's a Georgie boy. Come over here now. You're gonna be the king. But he, uh, they have him. So he's obviously he's now like fourth in line. This little yeah. child. And then yeah, wow. after you have the rest of these kids, like you want to talk about having a favorite son. One of them is gonna be the king of England. Yeah. The other ones, they they're gonna be the duke of some fucking county. But if you if you're one of the second ones, you gotta be Harry though. You gotta be yeah. the wild Harry boy who just it. gets who served in the yeah. military and he's just <coughs> crushing ass. It's like Vince from uh, Entourage. You don't want to be Seriously. the king. Everyone wants to kill the king. Yeah. You want to be the it's prince. True. You want to be Harry, but look like the older one. <laughs> but 
<laughs> it's with, the difference with between hair. one of them is going to be the president of the United States and the other one's going to be the governor of Delaware. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. Yeah. And so every yeah. time they have another kid, it's like, congratulations, you get less. Yeah. <laughs> and every time also that they're like, well, he's going to be king. It's like, well, they're going to be. And he's like, well, he's the Duke of this. So it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, what I, does I any just, of it mean? I, don't, I, don't just, I just don't get it. Yeah. What are their responsibilities outside of like fundraising and showing up? Charity. Like, they're gals? all charity. Yeah, I think they're okay. just raising dough and just putting on shows. Yeah. All right. And they own a lot of land. They own shit, yeah. Wait, so is it is was the second one was a girl, right? They didn't have two boys. So it was a boy Charlotte. and a girl. Charlotte. 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 Charlotte, why don't you come oh, by the way, I thought they just had, I thought they just had the one kid. So I've been asleep at the wheel. By the way, oh, when the, the when these births happen, is there like kinda like the Pope walking down the thing? Like do they simba this kid they up? They must. They must like, simba him, yeah. <laughs> It's well, look at him. By the way, the Pope, <laughs> should, the Pope should do that for like every baby. That should be like a, a rite of passage. <laughs> just baptize them, just over St. Peter's the Square. There's always just... a crowd. Yeah. I mean, nice. The, the, Good way to start life. <laughs> it also always blows my mind these kids because there's like all these pictures of them everywhere. One, they're dressed like royalty. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're Good dr- chaps. They're dressed in the finest. They dress like they're constantly at Martha's Vineyard. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. And, About to be painted. And they always have like just the most winning haircuts dude the, the baby boy that guy the jo- haircut joji <laughs> he's a cartoon come how over, cute he is come over here joji boy <laughs> i just i should be the nanny <laughs> wow good nanny job you're gonna be king <laughs> i just i can't wait to one day you're just a creepier mary poppins <laughs> no like... i'm not creepy i'm cheeky because i'm british yeah. okay I'm this the, is, I'm the you butler. Know, you know what this voice is? This voice is uh, D in that one episode of Sunny where she is the butler for the for the family and the TV show. <laughs> I wanna eat the <laughs> yeah. She has a Mary in the Dead. What's freaking me out? You sound like the dude uh, Locke from Game of Thrones who's like totally. the, the dude who cuts off Jamie's hand and he's like, he's dark. Uh, what's his name? It's just kind of like, I'm, I'm thinking, mentor, I don't think he would know. I don't I'm, think I'm thinking a lot. You would know him. He's the number two. He's the tech guy in Laura Croft. Yeah. I never watched that movie. Oh, well, I you never, should. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, you should. <laughs> uh, Pokemon fans out there, uh, we got three of us here. Uh, Detective Pikachu movie to start filming in January. I love this so much. So, I'm so pumped. <laughs> because, I saw this too. I was be, jazzed. Because I was not really into the Pokemon Go thing, but I loved Pokemon growing up. I, I like. Pokemon Go. By the way, Go. great fun. note on P- Pokemon Go. You liked it? I, I thought it was it. a big swing and a miss. I was so pumped. It's like, it's back. And then it was like, well, It was the not. most fun three weeks. Everyone was in such a good mood. Someone pointed that out. People were walking around just smiling, <laughs> looking for monsters. It was a good time it, it was to the, be alive. It was the funniest thing ever going to like the beach in LA because it was so much more just, crowded. Yeah. There were water Pokemon there and there's just kids with their fucking phones in the, in ocean, the water. And it was yeah. like, everyone's looking down, just walking into stuff. I love the ki- an idea of just a kid walking into the ocean, following yes. Yes. just a, one, like a hundred yards offshore. Yeah. But then it's like, stop him. <laughs> well, well I was at work when it became big and a bunch of people were like, yeah, we're going to like go spend the next hour walking around the neighborhood trying to catch Pokemon. And I went with them cause I was like, fuck yeah, that don't work. And then I caught one and, it was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> What'd you expect? <laughs> Something a bit more. of a, a, now, bit of a now, tussle. Now it's time to work. Now you got to train them. Now yeah. you got to. See, that was my big thing. Is you discipline. got there? Was it? I never got past the first two because I I really lost interest. The problem in it. was to to upgrade their levels. You had to catch more of them and then basically sell them. But was it difficult? It wasn't difficult to catch them, right? You just had yeah. to find them and yeah, then it was just, just throw the net. It and... could get frustrating if you did the little because it was like paper toss basically to hit it, and sometimes okay. you just it would just wouldn't work, and you'd be like. But I'm pumped. So this new movie, when's the movie coming out? Uh, starting filming in January. They have not announced a release. But date. filming, it's cartoon, right? Like, no, yeah. it's live action. 
No, get the fuck no, out it's, of it's, here. I didn't know it's that cartoon. at all. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. Dude, if it was live action, that would be crazy. A, a live action Ash Ketchum? If how, you, and if you really did it? Well, the graphics. They would just be real people and then have sweet... Space like, Jam it? It's like Avatar. Avatar it. That'd be cool. By the way, uh, tangent, Halloween coming up next weekend. Pokemon? This is our costume. Let's be the Pokemon guys. Dude, I would, except I've we'll already be Ash, been we'll the be, Pokemon guys. You have, and you and crushed it. Me, yeah. And you fucking crushed it. It won me my freshman year in high school costume contest. I did play Misty, and the picks are pretty pretty insanely accurate. I just had great legs at the time. It's the peace sign. Oh, it's the peace sign. I'll be Brock. You'll be Brock? I'm Brock. He's the ladies' man. That was always great. Brock doesn't have eyes. Wait, also, is this movie going to... Get it into theaters? Like I would love to. I would no, go- for sure. It's gonna be huge. You think? It's okay. gonna be like a Lego movie. Because they, but they've made ten, uh, whatever, like nonsense Pokemon ones. movies. I think it's going the way of uh, what's the Lego movies? Not the Lego movies. What's the fucking the Power Rangers? Okay. Like the Power Rangers movies, where there was Pretty like reboot. There were yeah. ten. There were ten <laughs> offshoot movies that no one cared yeah. about, and now it's like let's we put a hundred million. We had in one with it. Mew and Mewtwo. We had two with the, with the different birds, the ice, fire, and mm-hmm. electricity. And then, did you guys ever see three? I don't think I don't 3 even was know. in theaters. I've seen none 3 of was a train wreck. I loved it. But 3 was an absolute train wreck. And it ended with this Pokemon going, keep me close in your dreams. It was just a piece <laughs> of shit. It was just, it was odd. It was I tell odd. you, that intro song, though, is just gnarly. I think I'm going to be more fired up for that than I was for, like, yeah, Star Wars when 100%. it first came back. You know I, got, I got pumped for Pokemon. This won't really be in theaters the more I think about it. Because right? It won't, I don't think, like, it'll, when it finally comes out, it won't actually make it into theaters. Because... Like, or let's just talk about the, the, the main confusing part. It's Detective Pikachu. Oh, is it actually called Detective Pikachu? It's called Detective Pikachu. So he's wearing a detective hat because I've seen that picture. He is. Yes. Well, every now and then How, he would get in fun Does he disguises. look like Perry the Platypus? But here's wow, he, he's very not, Perry. He's not like dressed like a detective. He is a detective. He's solving pokey crimes. <laughs> Pikachu interrogating somebody would be it just I would love to sit in how do you do that if you can't talk he just yeah, yells Pikachu. his name and then fucks you Pikachu? up Pikachu 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 that's pretty good come here Georgie boy that's pretty good what else we got on news Pikachu okay. is a nanny for the queen of England uh, so, <laughs> by the way I'm like six movies dip back on the uh, Marvel uh, Avenger movies yeah, yeah. I got like, I'm just like six behind I saw we, we were talking about this the most recent uh, Spider-Man but clearly there was a gap where it was like I was three movies off. I, I missed where it was something. Like, Spider-Man's just now in the crew. There was no origin story. Yeah, they, He's skipped, they skipped all of the intro in that new Spider-Man movie. But this new headline gives me cause to think, well, I like where the direction we're headed in. Apparently, so there's a new Thor movie coming out, which if oh. you've seen the trailer, yeah. it looks Ragnarok. It looks mm-hmm. a little ridiculous. Uh, but apparently it's like a comedy. They say it's going to be the funniest one by far yet. Did you guys ever see the first Thor yeah, uh, I dug it. Yeah, I, I dug it. it. They so didn't need it. It was kind of crazy. Like it's it's like one the move the movie start to end. There's like one very not small problem, but it's it's a quick movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. things get wrapped. It's a quick movie. It takes place in one town. Actually, the reason I like the I Loki it, origin story. The reason I liked it is because it was really funny. They didn't really care about the Superman shit. It was just super funny. It's super funny. And I was like, I, I like that one better. That and Ant Man are like my two favorite because those the, are just hilarious. The guy who directed Thor Ragnarok and the guy who's playing Ragnarok is uh, the guy from What What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, the kind of he's kind of Indian. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The funniest yeah, yeah. vampire movie ever. Yeah, he's the, not, not the Flight of the Concords guy. No, no, no. The other, the guy. other guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still don't know if I'm gonna actually go see that, but that pushes me so much closer to seeing that than like Civil War's trailer of being like, we've got 15 heroes. <laughs> like, just give me a good movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, let's stay inv- involved in trailers. A couple came out this week. Uh, Black Panther. 
I'm going to read the uh, synopsis for this guy real mm-hmm. quick. Takala, after the death of his father, the king of Wakanda, returns home to an isolated, technologically advanced African nation to succeed to the throne and take his rightful place as king. Black Panther springs into action when an old enemy threatens the fate of his nation and the world. So I think this is a case, because we all watched the trailer, and we all were just completely lost, right? I have uh, no idea where we're at in time. I, is I this no today? Going and on. we just are like in this strange, isolated, I uh, think, I th- advanced world, I like th- they were kind of in uh, Wonder Woman, where so it's just like... I think it's half that. I think the world is exactly Wonder Woman, where it's just kind of like, just go with it. It's, it's in one corner of the world that no one's checking. They're yeah. thriving. Go with that. They've got the thing from Spy Kids 2, the I cloaking think, device. I think the reason we're so lost is because Black Panther has been in other ones, right? He's been in other Marvel movies. I think so. So I think they kind of explain it in those. Okay. Because as uh, you watch the trailer, it's they just gloss over stuff that you're like, what the heck? Like, well, it's strange, too, because they're doing it on like in Africa. So yeah. they're in the desert, and it looks desolate. There don't appear and to be a lot, of, a lot of resources. And there's like a lot of like traditional stuff going on. And then... You have, diamonds. you have planes that will not be made on Earth for a million years from now. No, it's, so like, alien, I, it's like alien stuff. Yeah, like yeah. It's got to be. There, there's something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys point out? And it's, and it's the really confusing part is it's sort of like hundreds of years ago, African culture, like the town. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like hundreds of years in the future technology. So it's like, when is this? I really have Who's no idea, say? but I think it's a Wonder Woman thing. I think it's like it's old, ancient stuff, but mm-hmm. it's in this hidden part of today's yeah. world. We're in the '30s, know. so you marry all the traditional stuff yeah. with the advancements uh, that don't exist. Yeah. I think I'm gonna like Black Panther. Um, he has more of a shot than a lot of them. It's gonna be a whole social thing though, too. It's because yes. it's be like Wonder Woman. Remember when Wonder Woman came out, and it was just like a if you haven't seen it, yeah, shame it. on you. And we saw, it. yeah, it's like, yeah. and then we saw it, and it was like. A lot of people loved it. Yeah, I didn't. I just. I did, never really bought into it. But a lot of our buds. Absolutely. Well, I'm also just a big proponent on. I like realism, if in the in the in the movies in the in the superhero, which movies. is tough to get which in is, Marvel. Which is tough to get in Marvel, but they kind of do it. Like that's why Batman's the best. That's why Superman exactly. is ridiculous. Number two. Yeah. yeah. It's why like the biggest flaw. I hate that Captain America has his shield thing. I know it's from the fucking comic books or whatever, but it's like. If you have that, you would do something other than a shield. I think so. I think this is a lot if like... If you have that technology. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason. Yeah. Soldiers don't carry shields anymore. It's an <laughs> outdated technology. Why are we putting all of our money into that? I think, I think these are the ones where people that really love it are the comic <laughs> totally people. right. I never thought of that. Why would... Why, why the fuck is he carrying a shield? Let's get him a bayonet and a fucking... <laughs> and if you don't want him to have a gun, fine. Make it a bat or a spear or a, another that hammer. That would be pretty cool. I just... People don't use shields yeah. that frequently. It does come Although, quite in hand. Yeah. The bat, uh, Harley Quinn gets the bat, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Who the fuck is Margot Robbie yeah, beating yeah. up with this Louisville Slugger?" <laughs> yeah, and, and I would love to see what size battery was using too, because the thing too with that is like use a metal bat. Yeah, the, the wood aspect of it is always hilarious. Why are you using a wooden <laughs> bat? You might break it. They're all harder, lighter bats. You're gonna break it too. <laughs> it's or, splinter. I mean, here's a crazy idea: use a gun. <laughs> yeah, you're killing them no, anyway. See, that's the thing. This I, is a classic case of making the wrong decision. This is gonna come off sexist now, but it's like when Elon was chasing after tiger in his car and broke his back windshield with a golf club yeah she took a driver what are you doing take a fucking 60 degree sandwich you're gonna kill people <laughs> the driver is There's gonna no wait in the head it's gonna snap as soon as you hit the car 
<laughs> Use a putter. Do a putter. It's direct. You want to keep the reach? Take a four iron. They're fucking, there's some weight to them. Seriously. <laughs> but so that was my issue with Wonder Woman was, all right, there's this whole world of superheroes and stuff, which I love superhero movies and stuff. But then all of a sudden, now there's this weird alternate universe in the Amazons and yeah. their biggest power is this electric lasso. I think it's, like, it's a I lot of stuff it. that in the comic books, <laughs> electric lasso. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think I in the comic books it. though, you read it and you, you go with it and it's totally fine because yeah. it's illustrations. And then now that they're actually making movies to actually explain stuff, it's going to get a little wonky. It's going to get a little, going to get a little insane because this yeah. Black Panther definitely, okay. it's also, we don't, everyone has a basic idea of Spider-Man and Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about Ant-Man. I think we all thought that was like a joke at first. Yeah. And so I think it worked out for Ant-Man because he didn't really know much about it. So they were kind of able to do whatever they wanted mm-hmm. and it was better because mm-hmm. of that. I think with Black Panther, I mean, no one knows his origin, this Wakanda stuff. Like, right? I don't think no, anyone knows. There really was nothing knows. in the trailer, too, about an origin. So, exactly. So, no so, one really yeah. knows. So, they kind of have freedom to do whatever. And I think that could be either good or bad. Because I think there's a chance this could be a really good I think it's superhero be, movie. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's going to be really good. But it's, I just. I think it'd go either way. It's yeah. bummer because it's going to be such a social thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think it's going to be really good. Um, I love all, I love the uh, the bad guy. Who's that actor? Uh, it's Gollum and Caesar from Planet of the Apes. No, no, no. I mean the actual the the black dude with oh, the Michael B. Jordan? sweet hair. Yeah. yeah, Michael B. Jordan. You see his haircut in that? Not to be confused with like Michael Alfred Jordan. <laughs> then don't go by Michael B. Jordan. I literally have never put that together. No, <laughs> it's one of those things where you you just you, it just yeah. I wow. Well, let's keep going. Uh, speaking of by the way, oh. just moving to the next George. Speaking of the next uh, Margot Robbie, I Tonya, I Tom. Tanya. Because Tanya Harding. That's as bad as what I just... I Tonya too. And then, hey, but I immediately caught it. Tanya Harding. It's a movie about Tanya Harding. What's the logon? Uh, Tanya Harding rises through the ranks of competitive figure skating, only to find disgrace when her husband tries to eliminate her rival, Nancy Kerrigan. That's the story we're going with? Because this is based off a real yeah. thing. Biopic. Mm-hmm. That's not the story. Well... that's That might be her story. In court, that's still technically the story. So the story of... Tanya uh, never faced any repercussions. If you don't know the story, it's Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan... Two best female ice skaters, both for USA in what mid I believe the '94 Winter Olympics. '94, I'm wrong. Mid '90s, they I remember com- it. competed. Nancy Kerrigan was much better looking and much more normal. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan was like America's sweetheart. Yeah. She was like on Wheaties boxes. She was the pic- picturesque figure skater in and, that she was like Tanya, very yeah. slim and beautiful, wore pink. Tanya Harding looked like who's that gymnast? Sean Johnson, whatever that girl. Yeah. Her, who if she had lived in a trailer park her entire mm-hmm. life. White trash Sean Johnson. Super like right. It. White trash Sean Johnson, and was just kind of a wacko. I think wacky family, the whole deal. Stud athlete. Stud athlete. Nancy was the technically sound yeah. one. Tanya was just like workers. the more talented one. But so, Joe Walsh. Yes, there you go. Exactly that. So going up to the Olympics, though, going up to the Olympics, they find Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan, somebody comes up, hits Nancy Kerrigan in the knee with a lead pipe, which I always thought, like, that's what, that was the weapon. In like a hallway, just off ice. They're in the ring. Let me just note. She's done. Not a shield. No, not a shield. They used (laughs) something better. Yeah. (laughs) I love all these fucking clue weapons we're running into. But they find out, they find out and they prove that the guy who did it was... Frickin' Tanya Harding's boyfriend. And an, and an accomplice. And an accomplice. And they basically proved, basically, that Tanya Harding had her boyfriend go try to fucking bang out her knee and ruin her career so that she could be the next there, whatever. There was a 30 for 30 doc on this a couple years ago. Yeah. And Tanya, to this day, denies till she dies. And she looks pretty insane right and, now. And she, she, her eyes are here the whole trailer. Yeah. And it's, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I yeah. mean, but she did, and then, <laughs> you know? And then they ask her best did. friend also in the doc, and she goes, I mean, I don't know. But of course she did. Exactly. Of course she did. Exactly. And it's like... So the movie, the, I, the reason I think it's going to have a shot is because that logline, I think, 
I don't think it's serious. I think it's all going to be from her perspective, and it's going to be like a comedy. Oh, and the tone of the trailer too. You're like going. Well, it's not with a trailer. This, it's like a kind of. It's sneak a teaser. Peek. It's a teaser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're going kind of uh, the narration of Margot Robbie plays Tanya Harding, and it's all like she's clearly kind of mentally unstable, and it's, yes. it seems like it's going to be super funny. I'm, I'm pumped. About I did it. not realize it's it, a comedy because it is in and of itself the most ridiculous story of all it's time. It's insane. The, the lead pipe aspect. Gold too. and silver, both t- American teammates, and she just gets lead piped off ice. And then <laughs> when they find her, she's also just wailing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of her like, oh. it's the why? Yeah. <laughs> Which is why? <laughs> what else could you ask? Which is hilarious. Which is <laughs> <laughs> okay. Georgie boy. Georgie boy. Uh, and then the uh, other last. The last one is a doc coming out on Netflix. Is uh, Jim and Andy the Great Beyond. Um, so Jack, you'll probably be better uh, at describing what's going on. I'll read the log line uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. But using 100 hours of footage from the set of Man on the Moon, a movie that came out in 2000, filmmaker Chris Smith documents Jim Carrey's transformation into legendary performance artist and comedian Andy Kaufman. Okay, yeah. So Andy Kaufman was this huge cult comedian, not huge, although he was kind of a fat guy, uh, cult, <laughs> cult comedian in the uh, 70s and 80s. He was an actual autistic guy. He was diagnosed with autism when he was a kid. And then he kind of, you know, obviously didn't really understand how to work with people and stuff, but ended up becoming sort of like a performance artist where all of his comedy, like if you watched it from like... Makes me very uncomfortable. It makes people very uncomfortable. It was just him sort of making people uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, he was on Saturday Night Live for a minute because he like was one of the uh, uh, music guests actually. And he famously played uh, the... Mighty Mouse theme song and he just went up and looked really uncomfortable but then he just sort of like mouthed the lyrics to Mighty Mouse and became this whole cult thing <laughs> uh, he was in on a show called like Taxi with which is where Danny DeVito oh, started oh no way I didn't know that he was on that um, and just sort of a super controversial life as like I mean they kicked him off of SNL uh, have you heard how they kicked him off yeah uh, so he was a cast, then became a cast member on SNL. And he's an 80s it. guy? He, 80s cast? 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s guy. I think he was an 80s cast member though. Uh, or maybe maybe late 70s. Um, he was on and they had a, so many people hated him. Uh, like on the cast? And audience members because his comedy like, it didn't really make any sense. Uh, he was just sort of weird. Uh, they had an actual, at the beginning of the show, hey guys, we're going to have a uh, telephone vote Call this number if you want us to kick Andy off. Call this like number to the if, audience. To the audience at home. Call this number if you want us want him to stay. No way. And the phones called in and they kicked him off. Jeez. And Holy so, shit. So, but then <laughs> the thing with Andy Kaufman was it was super weird because people didn't know if that was true because they never denied if it was a, a like a hoax or a performance art yeah. or whatever. But he is like himself just a big thing of performance art. So. Uh, like that's the most one where it's like okay obviously one michaels was just doing that as like kind of a gag because uh-huh. andy kaufman didn't want to be in the show anymore or he didn't want andy kaufman to be on the show anymore and then you're talking a little bit too about kind of his demise like he he's presumed dead right now right like he's yeah he died when he was yeah. like 35 yeah, yeah so he died young of i believe cancer young oh, sorry young cancer lung cancer but again he's you know he's kind of like is you know banksy yeah. yeah, he's kind of like he was kind of like Banksy, where it was like, what is? It? No one really knew about his life outside of what, his, what, yeah. he, what his he's, he was doing. Are, yeah. In yeah. fact, the best way to describe, uh, to to explain him is he had like a character who I'm forgetting the character's name, but or like his character's name, but it was this like big sort of like mafia or uh, like Frank Sinatra like making fun of type guy, who people didn't realize it was him, but became he became like. Or at least at first they didn't. He became like pretty famous 
as another guy. Really? Which is nuts. Which is just <clears throat> insane. So there's a lot of speculation that he's kind of got the Tupac, uh, Jim Morrison thing. People think it was a hoax yeah. that he that he faked his death and and uh, just doing something. Yeah. And so because I mean he also was like the type of person that I think he mentioned multiple times like yeah I'm gonna fake my death that's probably so so happen. the movie yeah the so movie, they make the movie in 2000 uh, yeah the movie they made a movie where Jim Carrey played him in like a biopic yes and now that what's they're releasing is all of the behind the scenes footage because Jim Carrey went full method which by the way Andy Kaufman the it, entire time they filmed it which and they've never released that before yeah. which is like the most the worst person to go method as because it's a guy that he was like already too method he it, yeah Andy Kaufman is like was the type of guy who when they, when they would say cut would just continue shooting the scene yeah like and be like no no the cameras aren't rolling be like oh the, the, turn the cameras on like he was just really yeah. difficult and that's what Jim Carrey became and so it's on Netflix and uh, it's it's on Netflix now it's gonna be on Netflix okay. or like this weekend yeah. whatever next weekend oh I want to see that um and it's all basically Jim Carrey took it too far and what, what thought he was basically or acted like he was Andy Kaufman and just kind of ran crazy for their whole time filming I don't think I think it's gonna be really interesting I think we will be the only people that watch this I don't think anyone else is interested I think in a lot of people slice. watch I don't know I'll say. I, I tell you I knew nothing about it exactly. so I'm super interested in it just I think it's, it'll, like, it's right up our alley I think no one else really because uh, I've always been given a vague explanation of kind of what Jim Carrey's been up to for the last 10 years and it's mm -hmm. just that he's kind of depressed a little bit and he's just kind of fallen out of it the story's been that's always kind of been the case that yeah. he's been Super talented, super fun when he's up, and super low when he's low. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. He's a Robin Williams guy. I, I yeah. don't. I've never really understood or get why you would stay in character, unless you're like literally Daniel Day Lewis in Lincoln. And even then, even then, that'd be an absolute to be nightmare. Fun. Yeah, like it's not supposed to be so serious. Just pretend all you're doing yeah. is making everyone really fucking uncomfortable right <laughs> like if someone's well, method around me i'm like uh, jared leto was at the dallas buyers club uh you know transsexual yeah. prostitute yeah, yeah. and had to go it was doing lunches with his mom yeah that's not the relationship suki and i have it's a bummer <laughs> the only part like the method thing that i ever understand is if it's like you're doing an accent it's like, yeah, I don't want to lose the fact that I'm talking with a British accent. No, I kind of got it. So I'm yeah, going to continue exactly. to talk in that accent so I don't so lose I was saying, Daniel it. I get Day that. Lewis, I don't get anything else. Daniel Day-Lewis is Lincoln. I kind of got because it was like, okay, like even though I guess we don't really know what he was like, so he just kind of picked the a character. The method thing's just fucking weird. It's just weird. Yeah, you know something, though, that I'm super pumped about for it is Jim Carrey now kind of with a clear head looking back on it yeah. and talking about it. Oh, it's going to be really interesting. Because Jim Carrey, too, that's his bit is like going off and making people like, what the fuck is he doing? It's like, yeah. like uh, Yes Man, when he's taping up his face in the office. Yeah. yeah. It's like everyone on set, if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, is like, that was the funniest shit of all time. But yeah. it's like, what were you doing, Jim yeah. Carrey? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about the other day. He had that interview at some award show the other day where he was like, nothing exists, nothing yeah. matters. Like, he's, he's definitely an oddball. Yeah. Okay. Last uh, thing of news, and it, it'll turn into a bit of a game. Uh, Kim Kardashian turned 37 this week. Okay. So she's 37 years old. That was way older than I By thought. the way, let's hammer out a uh, accurate family tree of the the kardashians so courtney is the oldest she's 38 yeah then kim kim's 37 chloe is like 34 i think i would have said chloe's older 35. than kim but okay no no, no. chloe's younger the power forward of the kardashians rob. is the youngest it's weird <laughs> yeah and uh, then rob and then rob, rob bobby and then you got kendall and kylie who are like 22 and whatever to 20. Yeah, 20 but so i did not know kim kardashian was 37 that's old that's up there. That's that is, up there. That is pretty. You're pretty a lady. Like, yeah. You're a, yeah. Especially uh, I, the keeping up with the Kardashians. For some reason, I thought that show was 20 years old. It's like it, it just celebrated its 10 year anniversary. Yeah. So it's like, no, really. Or, yeah. Wow. Like a year, like within a year. 
Anyways, my, my game, and I, you guys might get hmm. every one. This might not even be a game. Mm-hmm. But my game was I got a, a list of, of popular actresses and performers. And I want to get, see if you guys can guess if they're older or younger than I'm fucking pumped. Like we've, we've had a few weeks off from Fresh Tomatoes. Yeah. i got to yeah. kick your ass, man. So it's called Age Tomatoes. Yeah, so the over-under <laughs> for every single one is uh Are they right 37. or are they rotten? Because Kim Kardashian is 37, so oh, you're guessing over she's over 37. Yeah. So... All right, I'm going to throw a name out there. You guys tell me. I don't, I don't think we're going to have any, no losers. Just just guess. Okay. <laughs> Play for pride. Okay. There will be winners. Older time. or younger than Kim Kardashian? Christina Aguilera. Older. Younger. Older, younger. She's a year younger, 36. I'm going to be really good at this game. I would have thought, thought Christina Aguilera was a couple years older. No, she became really, uh, yeah. Kim, Kim Kardashian became famous when she was like in her mid-20s. Christina Aguilera was famous when she was like 15. So yeah, so fuck. You know what? Younger. You're totally right. Yeah, because her and Britney both are surprise, shockingly young still. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, uh, fuck. I just thought she was the same age as like Blake Shelton and Adam on the the Voice. They're I thought like, they were all. They're the like same. Hannah Montana. All right, next one. Next one. Okay. Um, older or younger than Kim Kardashian? Anna Faris. Let oh. me go. Yeah. Older. Jack's going older. I'm gonna go younger on this one because Chris Pratt can't He's be going that old. younger. Anna Faris is forty. She's older. And I think, I'm guessing Chris Pratt is like... He's like 38. Yeah. yeah. 38. Crazy. Right? He looks really good. For he, looks, he looks fucking great. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Where are his 20s? What happened? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Chris Pratt, piece of ass. Yeah, he's like a, he became an action hero like in late 30s. Good for him. Anyways, let's go to the next one. Wow. I'm, this one was crazy to me. And I don't know if, that'll, if that's going to show you one Chris way or Pine the other. Chris Pine, too. The Chris is on fire. Britney Spears. Younger. Younger. Yeah, just the Christina Aguilera, Jesus, Aguilera principle. She's younger. Oh, she, I bet you she is 37, but if you... No, she's younger. Yeah. Younger. She's younger. Yeah. She is only 35. Yeah. 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 Britney Spears is two years younger than Kim Kardashian. That's, when did uh, Hit she Me Baby be, One More Time come out? Doesn't it, seem, doesn't it seem like if Britney Spears married Kanye West, it'd be like, whoa, the cougar. We're going after the young guy, right? When did it, How old's Kanye? Kinda. I don't know. But like, wouldn't that seem like... She just like seems Kanye's older. Kanye's old now. I feel like Kanye's 39. Well, he's all fat now. But like before, like he's still... Yeezy? That's kind of crazy. You guys want one more or are we good? Yeah, I want one more. I bet me and Yeezy could hang Kimmy, out. Kimmy, I've been perfect so far. I'm, I'm, I want to like fail. All right, Kate Hudson. Older. She's 42. 42, New says. Um, let me just do some math really quick. No, she's younger. She she's was, a year older. Kate what? Hudson is 38. I thought she was in her 40s. No, 38. I thought she was Looking eight, good for 38. She was like you 18 when Almost Famous came out. Although, yeah, yeah. it was wild. You know yeah. something, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not as good looking as I thought then. I no, thought she was come 42. Because Jen's already in the 40s. Dude, Jen Aniston? Yeah. Yeah, she's Jen's like 43, in her, right? No, Jen Aniston's like close to 50. She I'm might like, be Yeah, she's high 40s. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting Jen Aniston. Oh, Jen. At, at, at <laughs> 51. When we hang out. And, you know. She's 48. Biblical 48. relationship. All right, ready? Lisa Kudrow, 57. Yeah, she's way older than the rest of the cast, right? No, I think Lisa Kudrow's going to be like uh, 50, 51. 51, okay. I say 53. 54. 54. Yeah. 54. <laughs> Friends. Um, Anyways, that's I have two more if you guys want them. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Beyonce. Uh, I, uh, I'm just going to shoot right and I'm going to hit it. Okay. So I'm going to, don't even give me the over under. I'm just going to. Well, it's 37 is the over under. Yeah, but I'm going yeah, to nail this one. She is 37. Neil? I kind of like on the line too. Yeah. On the line. I'm going older. <laughs> She's 35. Fuck. So Beyonce and Britney Spears are the same age. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. I thought Beyonce was 
Right? Same. I guess that makes sense. Hit okay. me, baby, one more time. Last one. Last <laughs> one. I'm a survivor. <laughs> last one. Last two. Lindsay Lohan. Younger. Younger. She's only 31. So yeah. I knew that was, was definitely younger than 37. Well, 31. Fucking fingers crossed for a comeback. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Plenty of time. <laughs> There's yeah. still time. Plenty of time. And Brittany did it. Last one. It also might be obvious. Amy Adams. Ugh. Older. Older. She's in the. How old do you think she is? 44. I'm judging you, though, not what I think. <laughs> I, like, I like 40 on the nose. 43. I would good looking 43 Amy year old. Adams is killing the it. The redheads age beautifully. Yeah. Catelyn Stark. Yeah. I bet she's like 90. Well, because they stay out of the sun. <laughs> Actually, hey, probably. Yeah. Probably. There you go. Anyways, that was my little was my little game. Boom. But by the end of these games, I'm I'm never even like listening to the actor. You're just looking at me? I'm just like looking at you, I'm like, all right, he's gonna go older this time. <laughs> um, it's tricky picking picking which ones. What is up with the hairlines in some of these guys? Chris Pratt yeah. is only Oh none none of those are real. Get out of you here. You think that's all plugged up? Of course. He's... Look at Steve Carell. I just watch yeah. Office season one. The guy's got n- nothing up top. Every day I get a little closer to my father's hairline, and every day Joel just... <laughs> McHale is the craziest one. Have you ever seen old Joel McHale, the guy from Community? It's and from nuts. The, the he's soup? bald on the soup. He, he like is bald. a bald guy. Yeah, and they just got it all back. And he's got they, a full head of hair. They found <laughs> some, full, they, yeah, like a fantastic. They head found of some hair. hair. They found it. <laughs> yeah. it worked out well. God like, damn it! If you look at his old, hey, it's like uh, fun facts about that guy. By the way, quick fun fact section: He played tight end at Washington for their national championship 1991 team. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. I don't. I will refuse to believe that. He's a husky. He was a husky. Whoa! Good dogs. Fun fact about him: he's like six five two. Yeah, big dude. Because he's playing fucking tight end, playing the Y, hand big on the ground dude. guy. And in in conclusion of news, not this is news for you, but it's news for us. We went to the movie theater this weekend. We did. Yeah. Uh, you guys saw Geostorm. I saw only the Brave. Yes. Uh, only the Brave. I liked Geostorm. I believe you guys had a dissimilar reaction. So I'm gonna let you guys start off. Hit me with some Geostorm. I think I think we gotta start with Geostorm because <laughs> it affected Jack and I <laughs> tremendously. Okay, so let me start off what I'm about to say with this was of all the movies we have seen this was the most I've enjoyed a movie <laughs> because the most I've smiled in a movie I, the most I've laughed in a movie yeah and it's not intended as comedy no. I think it it's is an not important they, there are there are uh, dozens of jokes that they want to land <laughs> that, that don't <laughs> they tried to make it funny. and in turn they're way funnier so yeah. let, let me just I, I had to write down some some notes so Geostorm is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I'm going to come out hot. That's note one. It's one of the worst movies ever made. The yeah. plot and special effects are in the same ballpark as Sharknado. Seriously. Keep, keep in mind. Seriously. Sharknado was in, supposed to be intentionally cheesy mm-hmm. and made extremely low budget. This was made with Academy Award winners, Ed Harris, <laughs> uh, Gerard Butler. Uh, yeah, shame on Ed Harris the for signing up for, the, for this. The backup from Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Gerard Butler, take what you can get. Ed Harris, you come on, man. This movie had a hundred and twenty million dollar budget. That's incredible. Fifteen million in reshoots. I saw that little trivia. Okay, they so, must have reshot the whole fucking thing. <laughs> the movie begins with Gerard Butler's daughter explaining that by 2019, which again, just a calendar check, is a like a year and two months from now, <laughs> the weather will have gotten so bad, so bad that the UN deems it necessary to spend what must be, it must be trillions of dollars. It must be whatever is after trillions. It's got to be. With a project like that, it's like money no longer exists. It's like, everyone strap it in. We need them. (laughs) To build a net of satellites that can manipulate the weather. Again, this is all in 2019. Mm -hmm. In a year and two months, 
we will have that bad global warming will be that bad and we will have that technology and, and that technology is basically an exoskeleton uh, covering okay. the entire earth that's exactly. that's the clarification i needed it's yeah. like another sphere it's a, now it's yeah. like a net like yeah okay it's like a net all the way around the big ball that is earth next we meet gerard butler who is on his way to a senate hearing despite having just invented the most important technology in the history of mankind yeah, he's the inventor despite being the creator of this insane technology better than the internet better than albert anything albert einstein more did. important to the earth than anything that has ever happened fire more more important than fire more, more important than, than fire, fire because now we control more than fire <laughs> we're god we're literally god gerard butler even though even though he just invented this he has zero security around him nothing no one recognizes him no. And he has, and he's seemingly pretty poor. You, and people he, are giving him shit. He's kind of like a professor. He's yeah. got like a Indiana Jones when okay. he's not Indiana very Jones. Very Indiana body. Jones. Very Indiana Jones. And no one recognizes he's... him, even though he just invented this thing that decides when it rains and when it snows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if, if Tesla, it's like Everywhere. Tesla. It's like if uh, Elon Musk invented a form of energy where it's just every we're good baby and everyone just kind of acted like it's okay well, it's gonna happen anyway so slight ripoff of the decom santa claus movie yes where they control definitely. the weather yes yes okay i actually very, thought about that briefly very much so. <laughs> uh the senator running the hearing then fires gerard butler from his job mm -hmm. running this insane sat group of satellites that manipulate the weather Essentially because he is like, Gerard Butler, you're an asshole. Yeah, basically. He's like, you, we're tired of you playing by your own rules and saving the earth every time, Gerard. Okay? Like, that's it. That's literally... the. There's Clearly no, no one said thank you yet for him saving yeah. the world. Yeah. Okay. He then proceeds to appoint Gerard Butler's brother, yeah. Max. The guy from 21. The guy from 21 and across the universe to be to take Gerard Butler's place as the head of this weather manipulating system called dutch boy max is a good name on the right guy keep yeah. going yeah, so nice. apparently <laughs> gerard butler <laughs> is an asshole so we're gonna put your brother in charge instead what <laughs> there's no conflict of interest there we're gonna give your less talented worse looking brother a chance I'm, I'm happy you brought talent up because at no point in this movie does max ever show that he is actually the leader of this thing. He knows nothing about it. He's, He's title and nothing else. He knows no communication with them. <laughs> he does not know how it works, or at least he doesn't show us how it works. And also, like his brother, he ha he is seemingly poor. He has zero security around him, and he has uh, nobody recognizes him, again, despite the fact that he has probably, more than the president, the most important job in the history of mankind. I love, I, yeah. I love that Gerard Butler and the brother have absolutely no uh, leverage. They, <laughs> they have absolutely they, no leverage. You created it. You yeah. own everything now. Well, well. so that's the first five minutes of the movie. Okay. That's by first the way, five. By the way, I got to ask about the first five minutes, too. In every Gerard Butler movie where there's an American-themed plot... They, oh, they have to spend time explaining why his voice is the way his voice so is. So I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. Because he's talking in an American accent, but his American accent is like us <laughs> trying to stay in a British accent for an extended period of time. You're going to have yeah, gonna be some ups misses. and downs. So ups and downs. He just can't talk normal. He just and, slips into How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. And <laughs> He was great in that. And so then... Something goes wrong. Three years later, something goes wrong. Yeah, three years later. People in Afghanistan freeze. By the way, every <laughs> people single, in Afghanistan. <laughs> every single one of these storms yeah. is I like ironic. Because it's meant to be ironic. People in Afghanistan freeze to death. People in Siberia burn to death. People in the desert, there's a tidal wave. Nothing <laughs> which is like cool, but at the same time, it's like 
Well, you have the ocean at this place, so just have the tidal wave hit there. Yeah, so that was my big, that was my <laughs> biggest problem with the movie. Yeah, the tidal wave is classic. The tidal wave made no sense. Where's it coming from? But that because was it's coming from nowhere. That was that was the biggest problem with, with, with my look at the movie was we all love disaster movies. Mm-hmm. For some reason, disasters are the worst. Storms are the worst. They get me off. We love them though, right? Yeah. That is why. Uh, the Day After Tomorrow plays on FX 24-7, 365. Because the show it. is unbelievable. Exactly. Just what you're seeing, it's like... You want the disasters. You're... So I expected this to be kind of a better better San Andreas or a better Day After Tomorrow. Well, as you should, the... because it's called Geostorm. Exactly. It's called Geostorm. The problem was... That's another question I'm going to have Every later. disaster and every storm in the movie that you see was in the trailer... Except this time, it's on a bigger screen, so you can see how shitty the effects are and how little time they spent. Really bad. So you've already <laughs> seen all the storms from the trailer. There's nothing that in the movie that's not in the trailer as far as storms. Yeah. And most of the storms. I wanted to say aren't this question. Storms. It just gets really hot, and people disintegrate, or people do the awesome. They're running and they freeze mid-run. Yeah. That happens like ten times. Those are mid-run fun. freeze. Now, now they're statues. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And now we got to hope that they can be thawed because usually they can. So I was going to say this question, but now I need to know what. What is what is the geostorm? What is a geostorm? So we here's don't the thing: know. we don't know. We because, don't know. Well, there it gets to a certain. <laughs> How is that possible? It gets to a certain point where we learn that it, like someone's hacking into the. They, by the way, they say he hacked into the mainframe, which the whole movie is people hacking. Which immediately calls I love a, mainframes. It immediately calls the question. They're just so easy to hack. You know? the, the amount of regulation and the level of security in this most important thing in the history of mankind <laughs> that enough. controls the weather. There's like 15 people. I can't even just. Dis- Describe how little people know about this yeah. system. No one knows anything about only this. Gerard Butler. No one, no one has any idea how this works. Even the people who work, the thousands of people who work in the International Space Station, only they're like fucking, you know, government employees who are clocking in, clocking out. It's not my job. Exactly. Holy shit, you're so, astronauts. So the thing goes wrong. Everyone in Iraq gets frozen. Yeah. And Gerard Butler, they send him up. And he goes and he says, so which satellite went wrong? And they're like, this one. And they're like, okay, we got to get all the satellites like that. We got to look at them and inspect them. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that'll take forever. There's like a thousand of them. People and he goes, are, millions of people are going to die. And then he goes, actually, millions. it's 1,270. Okay. Everyone's like, whoa, this guy knows his numbers. Well, <laughs> well, clarification on that though, because this is another complaint when you guys came in last night that I wanted to ask you about. Yes. There, there are 8,000. There, there's yes. got to be more than satellites than that. The they, satellites? Yeah. Okay. The satellites? If it's covering the world, there's I no negative think, space. When they came up with the idea, I don't think they ever actually really came up and understood how this could possibly work. So they refer to satellites kind of willy-nilly. There's a Hong Kong satellite that controls all of Hong Kong. All of, you know, there. That's like a billion people. Fair game. But then there's also an Orlando satellite. Yeah. And like there's a, an Orlando Like satellite. an Amasapequa <laughs> satellite. Like it's, and like a, sim- it's as simple as Fargo, saying... Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. It's as simple as saying it's Hong Kong Satellite B or Hong Kong Satellite 27. Yeah. They, they just say, yeah, the Hong Kong satellite. They say... Yeah, something went wrong with the Afghanistan satellite. Something went wrong with the Orlando satellite. The Russia How? satellite is one of them. It's like, what is Ru- Russia's like every? It's the biggest. I just think third of the world. I don't think they took the time to really understand. There's an Africa satellite. Try to come up with something that usually they come up with something that, in our minds, it's like, oh, that could work. Obviously, it couldn't because if if it could, we would do it. But they literally didn't even pretend to act like they would understand how a theoretical weather machine would work. So they were just like, boom, satellites, baby. That's it. it. Satellites. And there were a thousand of them. Okay. Around 
earth. Yeah, if there's more than a thousand. There should there would probably be there will definitely be millions of them. I think the, billions. The 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 Earth is fucking huge. The guy who wrote this, I have a, a strong theory that the highest number he actually knows is a thousand because <laughs> there's a certain part in the movie where the bad guy. I'm just gonna spoil everything. You should go see this movie because it's really enjoyable. Like because it sucks so much. One of the bad guys uh, who's on the inside did it because you know how much coders get paid up here. Yeah. Multiply that times a thousand. Okay. <laughs> That's all. That's it, by the way. That's so, all we get, and then he's gone. So when you you're collapse getting, the world, well, one the currency does not matter. The economy. The, <laughs> what are they paying you? The economy. The, the other bad guy who's Ed Harris, who Henry called from the very beginning because it's first, Ed Harris. First scene that he walked <laughs> in the Ed movie. Harris. First it's scene Ed, he walked in the movie, I go, well, it's Ed Harris. Ed Harris is the bad guy. But <laughs> why is Ed Harris in this movie? But here's a plot hole for that. Fall back ten seconds. The shit goes wrong in Afghanistan. Everybody freezes to death in Afghanistan. Uh, the president then says, "All right." Well, I'm not sending a team of research, a team of people up there to fix it. I'm, I'm only sending one guy. Doesn't say who the one guy is. Or why you would only send one guy. Why you would only send one guy. Or why you have to send any guy. Yeah. Because there are currently a thousand people yeah. up there working that area. Shouldn't we have the guy who, the people who know it the best, who could solve this problem, always the fuck up there? <laughs> because they're controlling the weather. It's the most, the amount of, they, they act like it's not important. They act like just it's just a robot in the sky, letter B, okay? <laughs> they're acting, like imagine if GPS went down. Yeah. Okay? Imagine if all of GPS went down. The world would implode. Now imagine <laughs> that we have systems that decide if it blizzards in the desert or if it tidal waves in the desert and people are just like, yeah, it's up there. What the, fuck is going on with this movie? <laughs> that was another huge issue but I had. But it was had. Ended being hilarious because of that. The, the storms that occurred, the storms that we saw, there were very few and far between. Very few. Like, yeah. we, you literally barely see any storms. Mm -hmm. There were more storms, or more awesome action storm scenes in five minutes of Day After Tomorrow than this entire movie, I'd say. Yeah. This whole movie is about who is hacking them and they're running around and things are malfunctioning they're trying to figure out how it's hacking. The storms that we do see, though, because we see a couple, they are, one is a heat ray which isn't a storm. The satellite just beams a, a, a light of heat down and everyone, it gets super hot. Like a laser? Parts. Like a laser. Like out of like Austin Powers? Exactly out of Austin Powers. It <laughs> opens up and a red laser goes down and hits, <laughs> hits uh, Russia. That, that's, how the, that's how heat works. The other one, the other ones. We have Humperman. a tidal wave in Dubai, which is just all time because it, it comes, it absolutely swallows Dubai, covers buildings. It's thousands of feet, hundreds of feet high of water. And then as soon as they fix the problem, it literally drains like a bathtub. It's, it just like, goes is away. Saudi Arabia snuggled up to the Mediterranean yeah, there's, Sea there's right some, there? there's some water there. Okay. No, no, there's, there's, it's possible. There's some water there, but this was enough water, which was dope, because it was like, finally, some fucking action. It was the only cool scene. Some, some of the tidal waves. The ocean got dumped on it. It was the entire ocean was just moving, <laughs> you know? The other, the other storms were absolutely ter terribly animated twisters, like terribly animated twisters. Okay. And the last one, it was, I can't call it a blizzard because there wasn't, all it was is you'd hear like ice cracking. It was like. And then people would freeze. It was like the fucking White <laughs> yeah. Walkers have come. Exactly. Like so it's just kind of, it, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, it's kind of getting cold. People kind of start sh shivering and then they're frozen. That's it. That it's like, Danger Tomorrow gave me like 50 feet of snow in Manhattan. Like, give me that, baby. I want to have, ah. Really, really quick too. One of my favorite parts of the, the, the whole movie was, it was because it's the guy who did Independence Day. The guy uh, who wrote Independence Day. Which so, makes okay. sense. Probably the most absurd thing in the movie, that, or my, my favorite part of the movie, this made me actually laugh so much that I started crying. You were I was, crying hysterically. I was convulsing crying. It was towards <laughs> the end of the movie. I was happy <laughs> sobbing. Like I was, I was like, 
to the point where like I almost had to blow my nose. I was crying. <laughs> the so, amount of one-liners, but it's astronomical. So the, what they would do is before they would show a storm, you knew a storm was coming because like okay, all of a sudden we're now in, you know, like Dubai or something, and we're gonna show. And it's really hot. It's, it's really hot. It's, so what's gonna happen? It's gonna be really be cold and wet. But they'd show you one person, like they'd, like it'd be like in India, and they'd show you like a boy with his dog, and then the kid turns, and lightning's coming or yeah. something like that. It's a lightning storm. All, so many people die. Like so many people that are like completely innocent victims. Like, give me an estimate of the fallout. Uh, millions, hundreds of millions of people. Hundreds die. and hundreds of millions. Not but billions. That, not billions. Not billions. Yeah. Ah, uh, close. It might be a billion, but so like ten percent of the population. A lot of people die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, entire cities die. Um, immediately. But so one of the groups of the people that they decide to show in this sort of like, uh, you know, sympathy building thing were these like oil sheiks in Dubai okay. who, who are in like billionaire oil money. Oil Those money. guys have stupid dough. They're having one a of them's dating Rihanna right now. Sheiks. It's cool. And, and they're in a skyscraper overlooking all of Dubai. <laughs> and a tidal wave is coming. It's like the famous one too, like the yeah. super, kind of ridiculously high one. The Fast and Furious scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tidal wave is coming, and it's just you know you see them they're like, oh no. Yeah. Oh as, no. As these people below them, millions of people are getting slaughtered by this tidal wave. Yeah. And then they end up saving the day. Yeah. The building it, kind of rocks back and forth, and they are unbalanced for a second. But <laughs> the sheiks are all really unbalanced. When they finally save the day, the first shot they show. This is when I start crying. Was the sheiks, <laughs> the billionaires? Like, thank God! Of all the people, <laughs> the kid that, that you want, fuck them. There's been this kid with the, his dog the whole time. The kid died. All these people <laughs> that are so much more sympathetic died, and then you show the oil sheiks. Like that was there. I was legitimately convulsing. I was laughing so hard because it was just like cut to. The sheiks are going to live. Well, we're going to need their influence to yeah. rebuild. <laughs> What's that kid going to do? Yeah, I mean, no, it would be great if the kid lived, but the sheiks can actually do some good for the economy. Uh, but yeah, the movie was the most ridiculous thing ever. Possibly, it was, I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen, really. So the funny part about it also was we went and we saw it in the Dolby Cinema because it was Dolby. the only one that Dolby, because it was mm -hmm. the only time that we really wanted to see. Mm -hmm. Dolby is like literally 25 bucks a ticket. We spent like a lot of money to go see that movie. I did not regret it in the slightest. No, I loved the whole thing. It was an absolute laugh riot. You had your hands in the air and the entire time you couldn't believe what you're seeing. I actually kind of recommend it's a waste of money for sure. You might just want to wait till it's till, till it's out on DVD. No, you have to see it in the theater because it's the, the big. Yeah, you need and the also, stage. And also, you enjoy it in the theater. We said yeah. multiple times, like there was multiple times where the theater was laughing at something that wasn't intended to be a joke. And then there were basically every time they made it very obvious when they wanted the mm -hmm. theater to laugh, there'd be okay. a very clear one-liner. And Jack was just pointing out... Jack kept pointing out n there wouldn't be a laugh in the entire theater, not one, like the entire theater. At the most obvious, there was one uh, line where the guy goes, "Marry her." Yeah, and it was like, like meant she to be like, cool. and this is when the theater loses it. <laughs> and it was he goes, "Marry her." Complete silence. Yeah, it, it was, was just like I was I was like, no one laughed. <laughs> <laughs> on the opening weekend when everybody's pumped to see this movie the movie sucked I live for those movies at times though so this, this might be uh, don't go yeah. for for the action go for the, the how, how amazing it is how it little is. they pack yeah. into an hour 15 exactly. minutes exactly yeah. unreal um, okay so obviously you guys saw Geostorm I saw Only the Brave and I really loved Only the Brave quick uh, note that's gotta be made very cheesy at times Okay. and I was kinda saying this when I came it's back in be. last night it's when you cast the kind of fraternity of guys, when you have the firemen, and so it's a lot of it is, you know, we're with the boys and they're talking. 
They just locker room talk. The, the actors just fucking can't do it. So some mm-hmm. of them are really good and some of them aren't. And so like just a couple of them clearly are reading right off the page for a writer that never had male friends in his life. And so yeah. It was like like one of them. They're showing up picking a guy and he throws the can at the dude and he's like, "Hey, grab the can, would you?" Where it's like, well, "Okay, asshole." And then he goes, <laughs> "Guy's picking up, kind of like brushes off his eyes." He's like. You know, man, just because you have a crack in your ass doesn't mean you're crippled. Why don't you grab it yourself? Backseat. I got to start talking like that. I'm going to start bringing that to you guys. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those movies. Dude, I, I got a question. Did Vincent Chase, was he completely cut out of the movie? Or did Vernon kind of keep a couple of his scenes? Vernon lost him. And uh, uh, John Ellis, you know, came back in for the project. God bless him. <laughs> you said, That's good. You said he cried at the end, though, right? That's good. What's that? You said he cried at the end of this movie, right? I, it was a, so I saw the movie by myself. My mom was flying out at 6. I went to a theater right by the, the airport and saw mm-hmm. a 4 to 6 uh, showing. And by the end of it, I was by myself. Just a seat across from somebody else who, thank God, was also crying. So I was kind of having a cathartic experience with a group of strangers here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. So a spoiler, uh, if you want to, if you know nothing about it and you want out, you can get out now. But a spoiler because it's a true story, so I don't mind divulging this don't, information. Don't tell the ending, though. I think I can because it's a true story. No, but, no, the ending is the whole movie. Don't tell the ending. Okay. Because well, no one knows the true story. Well, This isn't like a true story. Let's just does. say it ends cried. Well, then I can't talk about the movie. Well, no, talk about everything that leads up to the, the ending spoils the entire movie. If I was going to see this movie, I would not want you to tell me that. There's no reason to see it. That actually is true, and people should see this right? movie. But yeah. was it more of a, was it more? Yeah, but it's a true story. That's true. Wait, that so, is so true. What? So it's like you fucking seen, um, you know, Lone Survivor, even though we know that guy's dying. But I didn't know, I didn't know, Lone, I didn't know exactly what happened. And I enjoyed I, when that when the blonde guy dude. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you know, and I didn't know when I saw it. So I, I got a question about the movie. Was it more what they wanted Smoke Jumpers to originally be? Was it more them talking, or was it what Smoke Jumpers ended up being, yeah, which was more so them in the fire? Quick synopsis of it: um, They marry kind of both, which is okay. really Good. great. Good. Um, so Brolin is the forty-two-year-old uh, uh, superv- supervising intendant, something like that. They call him Soup the whole time. Good, the Kevin Costner of <laughs> yeah. this Guardian Chicken movie, Soup, and he's running this ragtag group of uh, firemen who are like in the second line. I'm forgetting the exact shot for it, but there's what's called hot shots who deal with the fire directly and are really amongst the flames, and they're the ones kind of controlling it, trying to steer it specific ways so that it like. They avoid the greatest amount of damage, and they save the most wildlife and people's homes. And they're shit. the first responders. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's not so much that they're even on site first. They it's go that in the shit. They have the actual certification from the government to be able to get on the ground with the fire directly versus yeah. what originally this group is that Brolin's uh, running at first is that they are kind of 20 miles removed from it. And they're sitting there like doing preparations and, and mopping up yeah. after the other guys when yeah. they're all done. So... Brolin's basically like looking at this town. He's like, every single time this happens, these guys come in and fuck it up. Like, we got to get our certification. So when a fire hits our town, we're ready to go. Yeah. So the whole movie is them kind of getting that. And they tell you at the end of the movie, they're the first and only in history municipal fire department to become hotshots. It's pretty sweet. It's so cool. So really cool deal. They were like total amateurs who fucking worked their way up to it to be able to be able to go out and fight this fire. Uh, Miles Teller joins the squad. He is a recovering drug addict who's got a baby on the way. Sort of the Ashton Good. Kutcher of this out of, the, out of the gate, he's like stoned on the couch. And I was like, oh, God, Miles Teller, you're just such an artsy guy. I do not buy a second of this. But as it goes on, I was like, he was money. Uh, 
uh, freaking Josh Brolin, when he's first with his wife, his wife calls him my shortstop and he calls her her panda bear. And I was like, those two nicknames aren't congruent with each other at no. all. What the fuck? So early on, I was Such like, point. I'm, linebacker. I was like, I was concerned for it. But as it goes on, you totally buy in with all these guys. You root for them. And there is an, a bit at the end. I don't want to specifically tell you what happens, but I was bawling my eyes out immediately ends freaking they go and they show some of the guys that were actually the people and mm-hmm. are the people uh that being represented in the movie and i guess this happened uh in like they got their certification in 2008 so this happened in like 2009 mm-hmm. every single one of these guys is 21 to 26 years old yeah they're like all right yeah and That's it's nice. like as a 23 year old lad in there by himself with just nothing but strangers crying around me i was like yeah. oh <laughs> so you'd recommend it though I, I think absolutely, yeah. yeah you got to get past some of the cheesiness and be like, fucking whatever. But it's great. And uh, a couple of the actors fucking nail it. Uh, uh, Brolin is money. Uh, Mytel is money. Taylor Kish plays the kind of... He's just cool. The, the kind of goofy, so cool. uh, fratty guy. Tim Riggins. Perfectly. It, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I was a big fan. But yeah, that's so that's what we got out to the theaters and saw this week. Uh, you guys want to pivot into a little trailers on Tinder? See what's coming out next weekend? Let's do, do it. it. Uh, okay, so the first one, uh, Jack, there's no way you're seeing this one, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it, is uh, Jigsaw. The fucking Saw series is coming back. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Uh, Finally. Finally? I thought that there's one every year. No, no, no. It's, no, been, no, it's been off for a while. Yeah, they ended it. They basically, this is what I love about movie franchises. They were like, okay, stamp, it's done, that guy's dead, it, we're never coming back. And a it, couple years later, it's like... Boom, baby! We're back! <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. It's that, like bands getting back together. No, yeah. It's the literally exact same story as Fast and Furious. Yeah. So yeah. they made the whatever, how many Fast and the Furious movies, and then a few years later, they made... Fast Five. No, but they made one called Fast and Furious. That was like the fourth one. Yeah. All right, so that one was set to be, this is the last one. Yeah, exactly. It did so well that a year later, Fast Five came out. Was like, they went to Brazil and they added The Rock. <laughs> you, you literally said, this is the last one. Yeah. No, and he, now it's just so big, it's going over. We right. were lying. And so, and so even the name, Saw, Jigsaw. Yeah. Fast and Furious, Fast and Fu- just the greatest. Huh. Now, But I'm not going to say it. Quickly, let me get out in front of this one, though, too. Yeah. Because uh, kind of a different take on the original Saw series. It looks a little bit funnier. Originally, uh, people were taken basically and you'd wake up in a room with six strangers and it'd be like, you'd be fucking chained with your neck to I, a wall. That's still what it is. Is it? So the synopsis I'm reading here, yeah. okay, bodies are turning up around the city, each having met a uniquely gruesome demise. At the investigation proceeds, evidence points to one suspect, John Kramer, the man known as Jigsaw, who has been dead for 10 years. So I thought right out of the gate in the trailer when you're seeing that chick jogging and she turns around and screams. the dude hanging? That I'm assuming that people are just dying and these strange deaths all over the town and it's like you know who it reminds us of is fucking him so it's both I think yeah I think it's both where it's like people are dying on the city that are pointing to this dude and also there's six yeah. or seven people playing his game so because because the saw three he was dead and then all of a sudden they're in the hospital with him and you like go into his brain and it's like oh there's fucking something in here yeah, and it was yeah. the girl though who is now pulling the strings but so I'm super interested to see how this is all pulled off. Crazy interested also because whoever it is, like it's they they know how to do these movies right now. They mm-hmm. got the formula of mm-hmm. making it impossibly terrifying. But this one looks like it's even funnier. Like it looks like there's a couple good yeah. funny lines. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be. I, it broke every record ever for horror movies and stuff. Do you think this comes close? I think it could. I think if this movie's good, I think it breaks. It. I think it could break. Like it's and horror's be just big. been crushing it this year. And people love Saw. It. Yeah. It's but you know what you're getting. If this movie is good, 
people have such a taste for horror right now that I think it beats it. Yeah, I think it beats it. So as I watch the trailer, I have the same thing thought that I always have when we when we, when we talk about Saul, which is if I ever woke up and I was chained up and there was a guy like, <laughs> yeah. like let's play this hypothetically situation. I am immediately killing myself whatever the easiest yeah. whatever the game is and if you lose you die I am running into that chainsaw or <laughs> yeah. I am I am jumping into the knife that's going down well, that, 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 get that, me out of here I will go to the light or the darkness <laughs> I am not staying in here for one more second that, that, that is always the thing that, or at least in the early ones the ones that I had seen which just I, I can't see horror movies they are, they are really gruesome it does start with like you were so obsessed with your booty that you're gonna, you know, look. Well, well, here's the option: you can either walk through this pile of needles, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in the next 13 minutes and live a disfigured life. Well, or, you can beat the game, yeah. Or you can take all these pills and just and just die. And it's like, okay, I'll empty th- that fucking pill bottle. I'm, I'm gonna get on. A, I'm gonna get a sweet buzz for a second, and then I'm gonna kick it. I'm, I'll take the pills, and then I'll give it a shot. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't, I don't. It's a game. I don't even care. I'm high now. I would yeah. pay money to see you guys in there. Where the, like the John Kramer wouldn't even finish the sentence. He'd be like, "You can either take these pill bottles, or and be like, that's Gunshot. that. Don't yeah, even fucking gone. tell me what option B is. Or I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> see ya." <laughs> no, this game. You know, also I thought I always had the whole thing is that the, the John Kramer guy, whatever the jigsaw guy, uh-huh. he's getting people who have done bad things in their lives. You know, basically. What? I was like, actually going to look. You to be. I alive. was going to make that point real quick too. Is that the format of it? It's so simple to make such a really smart plot where it's like these six things have people have this one random thing in common, and they the entire time it's how do we figure yeah. out what that one thing is in common? Yes, mm-hmm. and it's super. I love that because you're kind yeah. of trying to figure it out, and then by then you're like, damn, they fucked up. They're not bad, but they fucked up. Yeah. I always have two thoughts. One, how does is John Kramer just peep? Peeping on everybody. How does he know it's inside info? He's got it, voyeuristic tendencies. Does he have anything on me? And two, <laughs> John Kramer, who are you, mister? Are you, are you Mr. Perfect? Because you're, yeah. ju- you're judging. In Saw 1, he's got a backstory. Does he? Okay. I, he, I forget it, so it's a shame I brought it up. But I, I, like, don't remember, I like, don't remember these movies because when I watch them, I spend half the time. He's got a backstory. And then after Saw 1... The twist of Saw Two, it's the chick that made it out of Saw One is his like right hand yes, girl, I knew and that. it's like she is so thankful for him for showing him like to value life again, because she was like a drug addict or something. It's like that your whole bit. You like needles. <laughs> Here's my thing though: if you mess you up, like I remember there was one, there was one, there was this dude who accidentally like killed a kid with his car. Total accident though. Yeah. Like the kid ran in the street. The guy's paying for it already. The, the guy is losing his mind and he's in there. I remember being like, this guy has, has had enough. He has suffered enough. <laughs> this kid ran in front of his car. He apologized profusely. It kills him every day. And now you're going to throw him in the junk. I don't know. Yeah. I got problems with Mr. Mr. Kramer. I don't like what he does. I mean, I get it. I get it. Oh, I get it. I definitely get it. Yeah, it, it's, He's got it's, a job. It's risky business. Also, the, <laughs> uh, the trailer song. It's now or never. <laughs> really creepy. Really good. I don't remember the song. It, it's now or never. But I remember the song for the next one that we're going to, the other trailer. So wait, are you guys swiping right? Yeah, so left? clearly we're right, you're left. Yeah. I'm definitely right. I think this is going to be a tough ticket to get. Halloween weekend. Yeah. Luckily, we found out they release early movies now, like Wednesday afternoon. Uh, so we will see it. Here's midday. a quick question, too, by the way. Um, as Let's refer to our last episode of Trailers on Tinder. We both swiped right on Snowman, and it ended up not seeing it because it got absolutely torn up Apparently, in Snowman's the worst movie And ever. it was just the worst movie ever. They botched it. Um, do you think that that maybe cools people out on the horror genre and Saw doesn't do as well, or Jigsaw doesn't do as well as would. we thought. I think it would if it wasn't such a cult hit already. Yeah, it's yeah, already, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, people already just fucking love Saw. 100%. I think it also would if Snowman had made any dent. 
I, yes. I think Snowman is actually, I think we know about it. I don't think a lot of people know about it. Okay. I think less people know about it than we think. I think Apparently Jig- it was bad. Jigsaw, they're doing a whole hullabaloo marketing campaign. I think Snowman, they didn't do that. So I, I don't think it's going to take that big of a dent on it. Um, you guys swiping right, I'm swiping left. Swiping yeah. left. Why don't you guys see that movie this week? I'll see the next movie. The next movie. Which I'm definitely swiping right on, which is... Which, by the way, we're going to be swiping right on as well. We'll see it eventually. Is, I, I'm, uh, I'm not swiping right on this You're one. not? No. Uh, okay, interesting. I'm excited to hear your notes. Yeah. Uh, it's thank you for your service. I'll read the quick synopsis. Uh, thank you for your service follows a group of U.S. soldiers returning from Iraq who struggle to integrate back into family and civilian life while living with the memory of a war that threatens to destroy them long after they've left the battlefield. Uh, starring Miles Teller, Haley Bennett, uh, Amy Schumer's in that as a uh, one, really? of, one of the wives of the soldiers. Yeah. Wow. And um, from a buddy who's seen it already, Nikki Philo, uh he says great. He says she's plenty serviceable, yeah, yeah, yeah. and as a movie, it's fantastic. So here's why I'm swiping left. Or I'm swiping whatever, the, the wrong one. Left. Left. I think it's going to be a great movie. I think it's going to be all time. I know what I'm getting walking into this. Mm-hmm. The one thing that will make me cry no matter what is soldiers returning home. No yeah. matter what. Every single Every time. YouTube, YouTube. I'm going to be bawling. Mm-hmm. This is going to be two hours of soldiers returning home. That's the part of the movie. Showing yeah. the reality of it, which is... You know, it's dark. It's emotional. I have no interest in sitting there and bawling my eyes out for two hours. I think it's going to be great. I think you should go see it. I think it's going to be awesome. I cannot sit in there for two hours and just bawl my eyes out. I, I got everything from Jarhead that I wanted from from a, a military movie. This is going to be great. It is too heavy for me. Jesus Christ, it looks heavy. Yeah. It, it looks really good. I mean, it, it's got my tell, as you said. Killer soundtrack. The sound, the, the song in the trailer is awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean you're you're right. Like the whole thing just seems super, super. Intense. It is going to be the heaviest super movie. Real. It's going to be Schindler's List heavy. Where yeah. you are like, I cannot be the same after this. Uh, some insider information I got from Nikki Phelan, who has already seen it. Um, that there's a pretty some heavy sequence to open up the movie. Yeah, and it's so just immediately tone setting and he said it's fantastic he's mm-hmm. putting it on a short list for movies that could win movies. it's gonna be up for Academy Award yeah. for sure for yeah. sure um, although sometimes I boy hate that boy is it heavy yeah. Jeez. sometimes I hate that though what every one of those movies like I mean it's a beautiful picture it's gonna be in the Academy Award usually those are the movies that are like that no one really likes the, yeah. and they like, kind of get phoned in on some of the other details like put it this way Blade Runner 2049 is for sure gonna be up for best picture Blade Runner 2049 was a 30 minute story told over the span of three hours <laughs> It fucking sucked. <laughs> if you thought it was good, you're probably a guy that goes to paint like museums and just looks at paintings because they're pretty and stuff like that. Which is again liked it. to each their own. Some people like paintings. Some people like oil paintings, acrylics, what have you. <laughs> I don't. I need a little more excitement. I need. I love roller coasters. I'm a Six Flags guy. Other people are the the watercolors. Watercolors. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, this is a mix of both. Um, um, Oscars. So you and me are both rights. You're left. Uh, and go fuck yourself with that left, sir. I get it. <laughs> it's Is it a movie or is you it a You prefer your soldiers story? anonymous? Is it a sob story or is it a movie? Like, I, I really don't know. Like, is it a movie? Yeah, it's a true story. It's, it's a true story? Yeah. It makes me want to see it even less. It's going to be, it's, I'm sure it's unbelievable. It is, it is, it is, it is, a, it is a crying for me. That is it. 
Bull. Sure, it's great. Un, un, <laughs> okay. Un-American, but okay. Um, um, and that pretty much wraps it up. So the other movie we didn't talk about today, but we've talked about on previous podcasts is Suburbicon, which I mm-hmm. believe we all gave a very insecure, possibly right, probably left swipe on. I, I give it right. I think it's going to be real good. I think it's going to do really badly because I don't think people in America right now want to go see a suburban, like, I don't know. I think it's going to be I bad. think Julianne Moore is going to play that same character she was playing in Kingsman 2, yeah. which is a bit of a deranged housewife. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a very serious movie with very silly characters, and it's going to and it's going to get lost in that and George Clooney's dialogue. And I think so too. I don't think it does well. Uh, yeah. wrong weekend to open it. Halloween, yeah. wrong weekend. It's striving hard to be Fargo, and it's not going to be that. It's not going to be mm-hmm. Fargo. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Does James. that does that do it? That wraps yeah. it. Is that the uh, the podcast? Yeah. Wrap it up. Um, so as always, please follow us on Instagram at poolboy.comedy. Please follow us on Twitter at poolboy underscore comedy. Our website www.poolboycomedy.com. Uh, and you know, poke in with us every now and again. Oh my god, don't, say hi! Don't make this such a one sided relationship. Yeah, I'm a great phone talker. I'm not as good a texter. You talk <laughs> in the phone. <laughs> More than anyone, you talk on the phone like someone who works at a call center. Like, <laughs> well, me and Vikram—that's how we make our money. <laughs> yeah, hours. Vikram's the best. Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Thank you guys so much. Let's go bowling. Bowling time. Hit it. Hit it.